Time now for the live wire on Wesson Walker. All right, guys, we've talked a lot about conference realignment, and we're going to jump back into that right now because uh, Walker Mail's favorite college football coach and the man that has stolen Willie P's heart, Eli Drinkwitz, he talked about conference realignment and the impact that it's having on the state of college sports. My question is, did we count the cost? I'm not talking about a financial cost. I'm talking about, did we count the cost for the student-athletes involved in this decision? What cost is it to those student-athletes? We're talking about a football decision they based off football, but what about softball and baseball who have to travel cross-country? Do we ask about the cost to them? Do we know what the number one indicator of, uh, of symptom of, or cause of mental health is? It's lack of rest and sleep. Traveling in those baseball, softball games, you know, those those people, they travel commercial. They get done playing at 4. They got to go to the airport. They come back. It's 3 or 4 in the morning. They got to go to class. I mean, did we ask any of them? Are we going to look back? I, I don't worry at all about the game. The game is going to be strong. Football is going to be fine. We'll all figure it out. But did we consider the people that we are entrusted to? Did we consider the student-athlete? We keep trying to limit what the student-athlete can do, but then we act on our own. And uh, everybody's got their own reasons, um, uh, and, and I'm not questioning any of those. I'm saying as a collective group, have we asked ourselves, what's it going to cost the student-athletes? Football will be fine. Still, we count the cost of the collateral damage of everybody else. I don't know. I, only time will tell, but that is my biggest, like looking at it going 24 hours after, say, did we really think about that? I don't think we did. Um, I don't think we did. Uh, I guess I'll start this off by saying, is it okay to call somebody a stupid bastard on the radio? Is, is that okay? Um, go ahead. It seems like you're already down that road well, if you want to. For him to get up there and say that the number one indicator or symptom of mental health issues is lack of sleep, God almighty. It just goes back to my just thoughts of how people get into high positions and make all this money and stay and do some of the things that they do. As I've said before, my mom is a mental health advocate. I'm definitely all for it as well. have gone to therapy for a number of years. And some of the most common causes when you just simply Google it is abuse, genetic factors, discrimination, grief, and trauma. Nowhere in there did they say sleep was the number one. Jesus. I mean, coming off of the heels of his comments about NIL and now this I would fire him immediately, taking the uh, normal protocols of one Josh Fitty Marlowe. I would get him up out of there. This guy says some of the dumbest stuff ever. Just when I thought, all right, this is a pretty good comment from him talking about the students and the traveling and things of that nature. I I could see where he's coming from. But then to add this into it was just completely asinine. In the words of Skip Bayless and the crew, ass a 10, ass a 12, ass a 30. I mean, that was just completely and just an 
utter idiotic comment by Eli Drinkwitz, who might be the dumbest coach in the country. Coach, and I don't like to normally insult guys like that, but when you get up there just saying some of the stuff that he said, uh, uh, the thing about the, the doctors and that their players are making more than that and all that stuff and the responsibilities that they have, but never considering yeah, favorite, his right. own salary for what he does for a living. And now they're saying the number one indicator, symptom, or cause of mental health is lack of sleep. I, I um, yeah. Yeah. I understand how that makes you feel. What about the sentiment of it, though? Because if he just would have refrained from trying to manufacture a statistic in what is the leading cause of mental health problems, the sentiment being we need to care about student athletes or really just the football players is what we can talk about within this specific instance of college football realignment. Does the sentiment that Eli Drinkwitz was trying to get across, does that hit home for you at all? Or are you just so flabbergasted by the comment earlier in that soundbite you didn't hear anything? Yeah, no, I I said that what he said had a a little bit of credit to it, but at the same time, man, they're kids. They like to travel. They like to do things. And yes, the stresses of school and travel and athletics can definitely wear on you, but just as far as the kids at the end of the day, I know I would enjoy uh, if I was a student athlete getting to travel across country, see some places I haven't seen before and things of that nature. Is it going to be tough on them? Sure it is. Uh, but at the end of the day, this is where we're at in college sports. It's not like they're going to have to travel every week across the country. It will happen uh, maybe every other week or once or twice a month. So I don't think that's going to harm uh, these kids in the grand scheme of things. So uh, it was a decent sentiment by him, but uh, I I think they'll be fine. All right, what's the next topic you have in the live wire, Fiddy? All right, so Wes talked about uh, SummerSlam this weekend, the the Paul Diaz fight. Well, there was a better fight that happened over the weekend, and that happened on the diamond where Jose Ramirez and Tim Anderson kind of threw hands at second base. Well, I've got you the play-by-play of the of of the fight courtesy of Tom Hamilton, the Guardians the Guardians radio voice. Ramirez on his way to second. Head first slide. Safe and in the score is Jimenez. And another hustle double. Right over the bag at first. Now Jose and Anderson square off. Did y'all guys see the fight? I sure did. What did you think of it? Because some people are saying that Tim Anderson showed about as much fight in the actual fight as his team has shown on the the field (laughs) this year. Oh, no. At least he stepped up, though. Like, look. And got put down. Yeah, for sure. But he was ready for the fight. It's just that when that wild haymaker comes in from Jose Ramirez, the no look, the Steve Nash knockout. The no-looker, boom, Tim Anderson hits the ground hard. And that's ultimately what anybody is going to care about. Because when you watch this, if you know anything about Tim Anderson, okay, you know that he is not soft-spoken by any stretch of the imagination. Tim Anderson has always been one of my favorite players for the Chicago White Sox. He's always been very outspoken. And the fact that it didn't realize, I didn't realize that it was going to escalate to that level. It happened so quick. Tim Anderson squared up in the wrong way, by the way, if you want some fighting. Like, he set up southpaw. Did you see this? Where he's a right-handed guy, but he sets up with his right-handed front. So there's not going to be any load. It's only going to be jabs. Jose Ramirez, boom, he throws the the haymaker, and that's what Tim Anderson 
that's the reason he hits the ground, and it's the reason why he has to get helped off of the field. But not a good look for somebody that was ready to fight, the one that squared up immediately saying, hey, let's let's do this right yeah, here, right now. Yeah. And then five <laughs> seconds later, waking up from the diamond because he got put on the ground. Yeah, and I mean, it was phenomenal to see it. I mean, you don't really see baseball fights. It's normally a lot of pushing and shoving, which commenced after the fact. But to see somebody get dropped out there like that, thankfully he was okay, but it was still just a sight to see because it was something that you don't normally see when it comes to baseball fights. They've had some big ones over the years, but uh, yeah, man, he got caught with a wild punch and he took a seat. Well, this is the thing, too, with baseball. I know they have that reputation as well of not really wanting to fight. Football is usually the sport. Hockey, having fighting within the rules. But I can think back to at least a couple of baseball brawls where punches were thrown. I can think of Joey Bats and Roughnet Odor. We know the punches were thrown there. Remember Amir Garrett. What did I say? You want to say that first name again, bud? Because whenever I mispronounce a name... It, what is it? Roughnet is not his it's name? It's Roomned Odor. Are you sure? Oh, yes. Man. Yeah. I I watch baseball. Yeah, but you also <laughs> said Willie Stargle or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but that dude's like 87 years old. Yeah, you you also talked about a Giselle instead of a Gazelle. Okay. He's, he's right on Okay. Thank all right. you, Flounder in the background. Uh, Joey Bats and Odor. All right, so you had that one. Say the first name. I don't even know how to say it. I didn't Runet. hear what you guys said. Uh, keep Runed. Whatever. Can I move on? <laughs> You're going to adore me. I, I think more so you do have an odor more than I adore you. It is O-D-O-R for you 100%. You're Fitty Odor. That's what your name is. Anyways, we have other fights like Amir Garrett taking on a whole team. That's what I wanted to get to. I was just trying to take up for your sport that you love so much, but instead you had to continue to sit on Roughnet and Runet. Did you see all of Anderson's tweets? The cryptic tweet? I did see that. It makes a ton of sense, but... All right. Let's fizzle out of here. Okay. <laughs>